0: Two, Forever Canon The podcast where we talk about our favorite Star Wars books And Dark Tide 1, Onslaught, New Jedi Order Book 2 by Michael A. Stackpole I'm Justin I'm Tim And this week we are gonna cover this book from cover to cover I said that's three times I meant to say it twice yeah. But we're gonna to go top to bottom through every single word on this, so buckle up. Just kidding. <laughs> All we, thirty-six chapters of it. Yeah, we're, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go through it. Actually, is only twelve handwritten pages of notes for this entire book. Oh wow, that's kind of pathetic. <laughs> but as we'll find out, it's because not much actually happened in this book. But that's just what I think.
1: Well, I guess when you're writing, because he writes the next one, right? So maybe if you're writing the two, this is all just a
0: setup. He's got a duology. Yeah, but the second book in a series cannot just be a brand new, fresh setup that ends us exactly where we ended the last book. Yeah. But just with more approval. But that's, listen, that's, we'll get to that. First, bum, bum, bum. Previously on Forever Canon, we finished this book. Mm -hmm. Chapters 33 through 36 plus surprise epilogue. Check it out last week's episode. This week, here we go. Mm-hmm. Let's start covering this book with the Galactic Overview, like we do every full book review since, I don't know when I instituted these particular titles, but I got a lot of pages, a lot of these review pages that say Galactic Overview at the top. <laughs> <laughs> here we go. At the beginning of New Jedi Order, Book 2, Dark Tide 1, Onslaught, the New Republic denounces leia organa solo and simultaneously completely dismisses her report from the outer rim from the last book hey there's aliens from another uh not dimension galaxy here (laughs) i mean what what's the difference what's really the difference between another galaxy and another dimension a lot of things but relatively speaking like technology is magic in medieval times anyways Mm -hmm. they don't believe anything she has to say about bad guys coming to destroy everything, Chief of State BorSk Falia plays dumb and ignores her pleas for coordinated assistance. Meanwhile, the Jedi are divided between two groups: autonomous action group and pre-planned passivity group. Mm-hmm. And they're spearheaded by Luke and who? Kyle Katarn. Now I can't remember. Now I can't remember who the other guy was. Who's the guy who's like, we should be doing stuff? I feel like Kyle Katarn.
1: Uh yeah, it sounds right.
0: Oh, guys. Let me know. I'm wrong. Let me know. But anyways, there's two factions splitting the Jedi. And they can't agree on how to proceed. Kip Durin. Kip Durin. Oh, see? Those K guys. Yeah. You never know which one's which. Students are missing. Scientists are missing. They they're found. Uh Yujon Vong slaves are abandoned all across the galaxy by the Jedi from Belkadan to Dantooine, where we reach our final conflict after a desperate flight from Dubrillian. Our heroes then lead us safely back home to Coruscant to end right where we started, which is nice circular sort of symmetry. We end with readdressing the New Republic Council Mm -hmm. and not taking no for an answer and embarrassing and belittling them into helping. (laughs) Against these dangerous alien invaders. At least acknowledging that there's a threat. It's been proven two books over that there's bad guys coming. So now we've forced the government's hand and we're all on the same team now by the end of this book, right? But the Yuuzhan Vong, Tim. Yeah, they're here. They're here and they won. We had to run away again and again and again. It's like the fourth time our heroes have had to escape from the Yuzhan Vong across the two books. A squirrel ran by on the fence, cast a huge shadow on, <laughs> on the curtain. I was He's like, what is that monstrosity? Just a little squirrel, but from far away. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyways, that's pretty much the whole book. hmm Did I miss anything? I mean, that was it was vague, but yeah. But that's pretty much it. Leia tells the council bad guys. And they're like, you have no right to talk to us politicians because you are bad. Yeah. Why? You're not, you're not (laughs) in politics anymore. Why does everybody disrespect Leia Solo? Get out of here. All right. So then there's that senator with her from the very very beginning. And you know what? Let's get into it because our first characters, our first character review is Han and Leia Solo. Immediate okay. separation solos. Mm-hmm. Because Leia pleads to the Senate and then she leaves her drunk, despondent, depressed husband a million light years behind. Yeah. While she. What? what? what, What is her plan and what does she do? She leaves Coruscant to go to the outer rim to Agamar, which is where the senator. No. Yeah. I think it's where Senator Elagos is from. Either way, they go there together yeah. to convince the outer rim bad guys are coming. It's way closer to you. That works. Right? They're like, we got to bring refugees here from Dubrillion. That's how this all happens, right? Mm-hmm. She goes, leaves her husband behind, and then she heads back to Dubrillion to escort those refugees to Agamar. But when we go there, we can't jump to Agamar because there's a ship in the way. So we have to jump to Dantooine instead. And then we'll repeat that again at the end. Just a little, I don't know. Is that too much symmetry, too much mirroring? Like, we, we start, the beginning of this book is the uh, the same as the end. The problem with our escape at Dubrillion is the same as the problem with, this, with our escape at Dantooine. Yeah. There's a big ship in the way. We can't go to those exact coordinates.
1: Yeah, the the Vong have learned. To use their Dovin Basils as interdictors.
0: Yeah, so that you can't just jump around the galaxy however you want and get away from us and stuff like that. But this is what she does. She's she's the political leader, especially of like our group of main heroes. Mm-hmm. She's the one who's directing and, and, and giving out jobs all the time, telling people what to do. So this, that's what she does. She goes to the other room. She gathers support. She gets the refugees. They can't jump to Agamar, so they jump to Dantooine instead. And then in the end, she ends up getting her Nogri killed, facing down a Yujon Vong in a pretty badass way where Danny Kui actually ends up saving her life, Forced dropping the power pack out yeah, I like that. of the blaster. And then uh, and then she's just doom and gloom for the rest of the ending. Once misleadingly <laughs> on purpose to scare out uh, emotions out of the real people the, that the Yujon Vong invaders wouldn't betray, right? Mm-hmm. They wouldn't feel those emotions. And then once, like for real, and then... She, her brother had a vision maybe so she feels better but what does she do and why yes yeah, she, she gets she goes to the outer rim she's like the core is not listening let's go ask for help at the immediate like center of the problem yeah we've got to get these people from Dubrillian somewhere because when we start this book we talk to lando and the city is like completely slagged like it's been under bombardment the entire time between books,
1: yeah, they're doing like Meanwhile, runs.
0: Meanwhile, when we kind of left the last book, it was like we won, and we got away. But it's... there's still an entire city, or not, uh, sorry, an entire planet population there, right? Mm-hmm. And they're being occupied by Eugene von forces. We got to get them out of there. We can't go to Agamar because there's a big ship in the way. So we jumped to Dantooine, and and then and then and then that's about it. And they head home to finally. Once again, like I said, face off with Borsk failure and the New Republic Council with all their new evidence. And they're like, you guys are covering something up, and we know it, and oh, you have to... Whatever, they win. Yeah, they, they
1: talk to the other Outer Rim people, which it's, isn't shown. It, yeah. But... It's just a real straight-up
0: middle finger fest at the council, like, <laughs> back and forth from both sides. They're like, you're not gonna? Well, then you suck it and then no you suck it no you don't tell me to suck it you suck like yeah and then at the end they're like we win. you have to do what we say
1: i don't know but yeah it's an it's an uneasy okay we'll help you for now
0: yeah until i can stab you in the back Mm -hmm. at at the first possible moment now sure that's fun plot but why why is borsk failure like this He's just and, one of those... And why is did such an evil person take the the reins of government control after Leia? Especially with all the screw-ups he's done? He seems like he's not good for the job. No. And he doesn't seem like he's um, at, at all a person... Who's trying to do things in goodwill? At, at, like, he seems very selfish and manipulative. Yeah, he's a guy with power how that he, wants to hold How it. did he get this job? Why does he have it? Why? I hate his guts. Yeah. Which is fine. We hate the president. It's cool. We'll go. That's what we're doing here, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, hate the government, hate the president, because they're undermining everything you're trying to do. They're not listening to you. They don't know what the real problems are. Yada, yada, yada. But that's, that's it for the solo team, man. Mm hmm. Han uh, has a heartbreaking scene at the beginning and then is spoken of twice. Yeah, and that <laughs> is just... 300 like... more pages. So, I don't know. I guess, like, her connections with Senator Elagos and then Admiral Crafe at the end saves the day because mm-hmm. of her...
1: Brings in, what is it, the
0: Ralrus? Yeah, his big ship. Yeah. And they shoot the other big ship. And then they're able to get away. But it's also a loss. Anyways, I guess her connections kind of bring it all home at the end. Mm-hmm. They that sets us forward in a new this yeah, like you said, an uneasy union. I, I don't I don't know near zero Han. His best friend just died. He should be like thirty percent of this book because that's such an amazingly interesting thing happening in a main character's life. Yeah he's not we don't even maybe it's like it's so bad right now we're not even going to check in on that <laughs> we'll we'll see you in stage two yeah once you get past anger or
1: uh, yeah denial. once you go past the depression and get into the anger part of it and An- i'm gonna action. kill all of you i'm
0: gonna kill all those yuzhan vong <laughs> that's how that's gonna probably go right probably i would think starting so. in the next book even maybe but i don't know that's that's it that's what happened Favorite moment, <laughs> and mine with with
1: Leia, and it, and it, I think it's gonna be a, a theme throughout all my favorite moments, is her doing things that aren't necessarily good guy things, like scaring all the refugees.
0: Well, to be fair, that's what everybody did this entire book. I know, and like
1: and all of the heroes were painted so gray. Mm-hmm. It's just showing that even Leia, who is, I would say one of the best of the best people yeah. because she's always trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Slips and does the wrong thing for the right reason. But and
0: sometimes her slip gets her no gree bodyguard killed. Yeah. And then she's like, Oh, sad. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> like like <laughs> the debt, the deaths are pretty flippant. Yeah. Uh, other, th- I mean, even you could say that about Chewbacca's death because we're just ignoring that. For yeah, it hasn't, it hasn't
1: come up really. At yeah, all. Well, it
0: does um, through Anakin more, more than anything, mm-hmm. but like everybody should care. <laughs> not yep. just the kid who was there and got blamed for it. Everyone should probably, should probably be on their minds. My favorite moment was actually when she faced down that Yuzhan Fong imposter. She was going to die. She was absolutely going to get shot and killed. She's yep. not a well-trained Jedi. No. She's not strong in the force. As Jaina let her know that she was so disappointed about about halfway through the book. (laughs) I don't know where that came from. Your real disappointment to your kids. Teenagers. But that was pretty cool. She was uh, ready to sacrifice her life. But yeah, the rest of it is all just kind of... Is this Leia? Mm -hmm. Why is she abandoning her husband? Yeah. Because the threat to the galaxy is so big that she has to. But then... To never reflect on that, that would be the that would be the rationalization that I want her to think about. Yeah. And I guess she kind of did at the beginning, but then never, like, again. It could be because things
1: were so hectic for her or something, but <laughs> yeah. just a couple seconds of uh, even, I wish Han was here or anything, really.
0: Yeah. And standing on any ship with anyone else. Uh, I think there was even actually a moment of, like, I wish if Han was here flying, something, something, something. That could have been someone else thinking that. Anyways. That's those characters Mm -hmm. in a very small nutshell. Next, we move on to our second character review of Luke and Mara Jade Skywalker. Tired master and a tubby rubbing badass. Tubby? (laughs) Didn't mean that. (laughs) There's more bees coming in the next word. (laughs) Tummy rubbing badass. She, she's insulted. I didn't even know I was writing a tongue twister when I did that, but here we are. So what do these characters do across this book? Well, we start with Luke Skywalker, the head of the Jedi, facing down this schism in his order. Decides, I'm going to give everybody a job to do. I'm going to send everybody on missions that's either going to challenge what they think or reinforce what they think or both. And so Mara gets to go on vacation. With Anakin, because those two had a very traumatic time in the last book. Mm-hmm. She is poisoned and slowly dying. We don't know why. We don't know what's wrong. Some Yuzhan Vong core coom spore, taking over her body, weakening her. Ah. And Anakin, well, like we said, he got blamed for the death of family favorite pet, Chewbacca. But as you do with every dog, eventually you move on in between books. <laughs> Except for one person. No, just kidding. But he sends uh, everybody on their jobs, right? He's like, Jane has gone to go be a chauffeur, apparently, driving Danny Quee around to go meet up with your mom. Anakin, you're going to go take my wife on a feel-better vacation. Jason, you're coming with me to the poison planet of Belkadan to find out what those Yuuzhan Vong were doing there. Yep. Look for more evidence to understand this enemy that we don't know anything about. So he brings Jason to Belkadan, where what was what was the word an orgy of destruction? Yes, uh, uh, so, <laughs> they find a bunch of smashed up machines.
1: Yeah, with like was it like the head of a R two unit or something? On yeah, the top they made of like a pop? whole display out of it and everything. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, which means you know, previous uh, previously there had only been one Yon Vong here, Yeoman Carr. Uh, he's dead. Mark Mark killed him, but we come back here and there's droids torn apart. Like there was a whole army of Yuzhan Vong or a whole, a whole pack of them at least rolled through here
1: or one with a long time to tear it all apart. (laughs)
0: Right. I think we even speculated on that at the time, (laughs) but it turns out there's actually lots of them and Luke and Jason spot them and they've got slaves from our galaxy. They've enslaved people as they've made their journey through the planets and we're not going to save them. Mm Mm-hmm. Done, done, done. Eventually, Luke has to rescue his uh, misguided apprentice, being very cool, wielding two green lightsabers. Yep. <laughs> just, I don't know, just saying. That was pretty cool. Meanwhile, cut halfway through here, Mara is on Dantooine with Anakin, teaching him the virtues of actually picking things up yourself. Yeah. Not just using your magic to, to as a crutch to support yourself in every little task that you have to do. She teaches him all this before touching her stomach. And then helps Anakin to exploit natives. She says you should give them that button. <laughs> go back and read. go back and listen to the episode. Yeah. We went through it. And now on Dantooine, everybody ends up here and Luke and Mara just start massacring slaves, Eugene Vong bug vehicles alike. They just start killing everybody straight through to the end. And you'll notice I'm not saying very much about like how they've grown or changed over the course of the book or like th- thoughts that have changed or like challenges that have caused them to reevaluate anything really. Mm-hmm. It's only book 2 of a very long series. Yeah. So We can still be in the setting personalities phase for the for the adults. Yep. But they don't really. What do they do? (laughs) What does she do? She's laying on a beach chair for half the book, and then she cuts some people up in a tent, and then we actually don't really hear from her again. They're just like she's out on the front lines or something. She's just like she's gone. She's fighting.
1: Yeah, after after she does that, like the last whatever They it was... go back
0: inside the city at, and then like and then, Leia a face down the guy and then the, and they're and there they're and, and they're like gone. go. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't really hear much from her again to the end of the book. She finds some intruders in this battle at Dantooine, Luke wrestles a gigantic black hole, and uh we all are home free. Yep. You saw it that time, didn't you? You saw that big big world <laughs> shadow that time. But I don't know. I guess the adults are quite capable. Uh, what do, what do we do? What did mm-hmm. we do? What did Luke Skywalker do?
1: There's a theme to this book review, it sounds like.
0: <laughs> Unfortunately. It's not like I didn't like the book. Mm-hmm. It was fine. But, but what what did Luke Skywalker do in this book? He, he sent everybody on their missions. And then he took Jason to Belkadan. But what did Luke do at Belkadan? Nothing. No, other than it's all centered around the kids. Yes. Which again is important to do. They're going to be the stars of this 19 book series that we've got running. Right. We didn't bring these teenagers in, in the first book to take everything over just to shove them back into the background here. Yeah. But Luke, Luke Skywalker ends up being like the hero of the day at the end. Right. He figures out I can grab a black hole in the force which then eliminates the wide swaths of ground troops It turns the tide, buys them time to survive until the Ralrus comes and picks the bad guy out of the sky and actually saves the day so that we can all escape.
1: Yeah, so we can all run away to another planet.
0: And like Luke, he doesn't even have any real important conversations with anybody in this book, particularly Jason, who starts the book by saying, I don't think I want to be a Jedi. Yeah. And then he's just like, come with me. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's fine. There's not a whole lot of depth to exploring the emotions. This very much feels like a book that was written by the X-Wing guy. Mm -hmm. This very much feels like it should have been Rogue Squadron book. Yeah, fights and battles. and Very action-focused and not like, I don't know introspective focus yeah not a whole lot of of, a whole lot of depth they're very we we kind of only get it through jason and Anakin. anyways anyways anyways. what was your favorite moment of luke and mara jade skywalker
1: all right separately because they were not together very very much (laughs) no they weren't (laughs) which is fine i liked mara and her teaching of anakin about don't just use the force all the time. Yeah. It was after he set up the camp using the force. Everything's perfect. Mm-hmm. She's like, but do you appreciate <laughs> but did you the force?
0: <laughs> it's kind of my question to the book, Yeah. yeah but, but did you actually do anything? Yeah. You put this whole camp here, but what did you actually do? Yeah. And he was so proud of <laughs> it. And she's like, <laughs> you didn't but... do any of the work to get from point A to point B. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. That's and good.
1: and Luke Luke learned some of the Eugene Vong technology and how to get around some of it, like with the black hole yeah, like navigation.
0: Yeah. Wartime innovator. Yeah, he
1: got them to blow up some living things, bugs and whatnot, yeah. so they would go into the black hole, so he could feel it and yeah. so he could stop it.
0: That was that was my favorite Luke moment. Yeah, but I'll change it to okay. to uh, just that silhouette of him. Jason's all blobby and pinched. Mm-hmm. upside down and then he's just like here comes a shadow and <laughs> two green lights yeah
1: ah saved it'd be cool to see cinematically yeah
0: it it, you can picture it yeah and uh for mara she touched her stomach she's pregnant <laughs> very deliberately described as touching her stomach absent-mindedly while talking about her childhood mm-hmm. just saying I think the clues are there. Yep. Let's move on to our third characters. The Yuzhan Vong. Still yuck. Yep. <laughs> uh, they love slaves. They've got perfectly manipulative torture machines. They have gigantic potato bug monsters. Uh, there's Shidao Shai in the epilogue. Now not not much. Not no. much interior detail of the Yuuzhan Vong in this book at all. Whereas in the last book, we were in Naminor's perspective. We were in Yeoman Kar's perspective as they were planning and scheming and executing things. And, mm-hmm.
1: people. and we had a couple other, like, captains or whatever of the yep. other ships that we also saw. Characters.
0: Yes. Characters with names.
1: And the, the weird thing that was taken over the yamask their and their yeah. whole
0: culture and ev- they were important to the story yep what uh here's a question yeah what did they do in this book and who are they and what did we learn about them nothing yeah they've got bigger black holes and we then we guessed the first time they haven't used them differently. We haven't learned anything about their motivations, their command structure, the people running the show. We just we know that they love to torture. We figured that out. They love slaves. That's new to this book, right? No Nominor, no Prefects, no Praetorite, no lore at all, really. Yeah. Just a battle book.
1: Yeah, and as far as they're concerned, they could have been, like, we know who they are, but they could have been. Any nameless assault force. Yeah. Because we didn't get anything. Yeah.
0: Like we know that it's the Yuzhan Vong because we read that in the first book. Mm -hmm. But you're right. Like this this book doesn't require them to be Yujan Vong. That's not integral integral to the story at all. Yep. It's not integrated into the story at all. And we don't get any new information, lore drops, no background, no foreground, no Future ground. We got we It's pretty weak, yeah. actually. We saw new technologies. We saw a couple of one on one fights.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Dude. What what And it doesn't even beg the question throughout this book to set up the next book. It doesn't even ask the question all along the way, what are they doing and who are they? And it it doesn't build the mystery of that. The mystery of of not getting information isn't even central to the plot. Mm -hmm. They don't need to be Yuzhan Vong. You're right. This could easily be Imperials. Yeah. Just with overwhelming forces and technology and why did it matter that they were Vong? What did they do? Who are they? What why do we care? Yep. There wasn't a lot listen, I sound like I'm being such a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but but tell me, like email us at forevercadden at gmail.com. Tell me why did it matter that the Yujon Vong were in this book?
1: yeah the only, what did
0: we learn about until the
1: epilogue yeah the only the only saving thing about it, it we're gonna like mara luke all of them yeah, yeah. that there we didn't get a lot of substance to them is because this is a 19 book series and this is book two yeah that's the only way that it but isn't that like such a r- sucky
0: <laughs> rationalization it is it's okay for this book to kind of suck or kind of be vacuous like it's like em- it's empty yeah. Empty calories, this whole book. And maybe that's why I was getting so irritated with the length of it. hmm Because like nothing was happening. Nobody was developing. Other than two emotional conflicts with teenagers, they have their own internal con. We'll get to that. Let's get to, let's, let's talk about our favorite moment of the Yuzhan fall. Wait, 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 wait,
1: Okay, wait, wait, wait.
0: In the end, let's talk about the epilogue. Yes. Some new, guy up in the rankings. He doesn't even get a title like mm-hmm. war master or like, or, or prefect or I don't know.
1: He just has respect and people are afraid of him.
0: Everybody's scared of shit. Shai, who we get an epilogue of him thinking about how evil all of these humans are because they love droids. They didn't bury our dead. The uh, list and uh, he's sitting there just listing offenses against his morality. Mm -hmm. to set him up as the bad guy for the next book his name appears for the first time on page 290 what the hell ever (laughs) out of 298 yeah no way no way yeah that sucks so bad
1: could definitely have him being a part of it anywhere
0: especially when no other enemy villain is being named yeah they're not, they're not focusing on anybody else. And then we overcome that Yuuzhan Vong only for someone else to step up in the epilogue and take their place. We are defeating a vast, faceless horde the yep. entire time. And then at the end, in the epilogue, we're like, here's a villain to concentrate on. No way. No way. That sucks. That's crap. He's in here all throughout it. That's how it should be done. He should be. Uh, we don't even get Yu Vong perspective. We don't get in any of their heads like we did in the last book, until the epilogue. Yeah. Crap.
1: And <laughs> and as far as
0: that's as junk.
1: Actual Yu Vong in the book, one like you said, they don't get names, and maybe we see four or five. The rest are just slaves that they chop down.
0: Yeah. Rep- Tights or <laughs> r- that, that's rep- that's cr- rep- Titans is Chrono Trigger. No, oh, no. That's not written down here later as a joke. What's your favorite moment of the <laughs> Yujan Vong? Um I like
1: the it, it's negative for them, but I like when that one gets killed with the light- lightsaber through the eye oh yeah that's where he just awesome. he's, he's got the dual phase lightsaber yeah.
0: just zh- corn horn can like change the length of his thing yeah that, that, three feet longer <laughs> whoa
1: it, it has it really has more to do with corn horn than it does to do with them <laughs> but, but that's I a like cool it. little vong scene i like that
0: i like how they uh they fight single file like a kung fu movie <laughs> <laughs> standing around that guy's like i'm gonna let that young man die prove yourself
1: and and that that's a little bit of an insight into their. No, it's phrase. not because we already knew that that they just go that that, that they wanted... they're they're a warrior based caste and, system and everything is a test
0: and everything is a challenge to yeah. be overcome for glory. I guess it's a. We didn't talk about their motivations at all. What they want? No, no motivation. Think what they feel until the very end when he's like bad. They're all bad. My favorite moment, <laughs> okay, was. Something you already touched on. They didn't. They didn't fight in that last battle at all. Actually, I don't think a single Hugh John Vong died on Dantooine. I think it was all slaves. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. There was, but like yeah. Mara and Leia killed a few. And that and and, whew, that's about as many as there are in the book. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to our next characters. Our final characters, the most important characters, to me, <laughs> the Solo children. Anakin, the hero, and the learning twins. At the beginning of the book, we check in. Everybody's getting their jobs. Jaina gets driving Miss Daisy duty and takes Miss Danny Quee out to go meet her mom. Anakin is doctor babysitter for Luke's sick wife. And Jason is the master's backup. Anakin wants to be a Jedi hero, just like Luke. But Jason might not want to be a Jedi at all. And like I said, leave that there, because <laughs> doesn't come with us to Belkadan, really. Nope. In those moments where he's like, oh, "I'm gonna follow the, this vision, whatever." Anyways, let's we'll get there. Jaina wants to fly. That's all she really wants. Anakin wants to be a hero Jedi. Jason wants to find himself, and Jaina just wants to fly a goddamn X-wing. It's mm-hmm. all I want to do. I'm so good at it. It makes me feel like a complete person. And that's who she is. She's the pilot. She is her dad. Jason mm-hmm. is their mom. And Anakin is their grandfather. Yeah. The Jedi hero. Leia is like the contemplative um, mediator. You know, like the middle thinker. Mm-hmm. And, and Jane is like, I'm a, I, I can
1: fly. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm good at flying and killing stuff.
0: And so when we go to Belkadan... Jason of course, gets captured he has a he sees those slaves like we talked about they leave them and they're like he's like uh why aren't we saving these slaves Luke says you uh, you know we gotta we gotta face the bigger evil yeah if we give away if we give away the fact that we're here just to save five slaves we're never gonna save the the billions of people trillions of people in the galaxy
1: yeah, we don't know how many there are we only saw two and then it's
0: like, well isn't that a bad thing though <laughs> hmm. Anyways, how many times can you do that before you're a bad guy? How many times can you not save people who need to be saved before you're not a hero? About seven if you want to read this book.
1: Because everybody
0: does it. And then they just slaughter them all at the end. (laughs) But, cool. (laughs) Good guys, heroes. Jason says, I won't stand for this. He has a dream. He has a vision, he thinks, of wading into the, the wet... Patty and saving all the slaves and being a hero. So uh, he sneaks out in the middle of the night to go do that and ends up getting told on and captured and blobby and pinched in, in places, Mm -hmm. which, you know, doesn't until the end of the book where he's chatting with Anakin again, doesn't call into question his like, not belief in the force, I guess, but he doesn't spend much time reflecting on, What does that mean and what went wrong? Yeah. He's kind of just like, you said this before. The whole book is pretty frantic. Like we're running away from death the entire time. So maybe that's an explanation for why there's not a lot of reasoning to anything that anybody's doing. Yeah. But he has a vision. He gets captured. It's bad news.
1: Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: mean, uh, that's how it goes. You You dream about saving slaves. You become one yourself. Until your uncle comes. And who does he save? Only Jason. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Questionable heroes here. Why are they... They shouldn't be so gray so quickly. We shouldn't be so jaded by this conflict already that we're just abandoning slaves, Luke Skywalker. Then again, his entire home planet is based on slavery, built on slavery
1: and we haven't cleaned up that problem
0: at all yet either and not even in the future when we talk about other books <laughs> slaves who cares don't matter and really what that is 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 again that white colonialist racism that inherent insidious thing where you don't even realize that you think this way but you write about slaves as if they don't matter because mm-hmm. they're not you. you and it was never you and it was never your history yeah Ah, we can't save them. Anakin, meanwhile, saves Mara. They go to Dantooine. They bond. They give each other each a piece of their minds and they come out more whole. He's like, I can't just use the force to do everything. Because then how will I value the force or how will I know when I need to use it? How will I know my own personal limits if I don't ever physically do anything? He has a little bit of growth. And he's 15. So it's all valid stuff. Like, listen, man, you can't just. (laughs) Okay. Ready? It's 1995. Mm -hmm. And you are in grade school. And the teacher says, you can't just use a calculator for your math test. You're not just going to have a calculator in your pocket at all times. Okay. You have to learn how to do this yourself. Now, it turns out that wasn't true. I've got seven calculators in this room right now, (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) in this case, it's kind of that same lesson. Like you can't just rely on the technology. You have to become yourself as well. Yeah. Don't just become kid with the force, become kid and then use the force. Yeah. And that's, 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 he learns the value of hard work while also, exploiting natives and instead of doing physical labor, he gives them a button to do the actual hard work. So what have we learned? (laughs) I don't know what, what mattered. What did that matter? We've learned that uh, about the
1: psychology of the time this was written.
0: Exactly. Correct. And that's such a good point. That's what I was going to say, man. It doesn't tell us anything about Anakin. It tells us about the culture in this book. Mm-hmm. Where the book is telling us Anakin learned something, but not noticing that the book itself is then repeating that same mistake. Yeah. So, like, no, actually, you didn't. You think you did. And maybe he's supposed to think he did, and he's going to fail at some point.
1: <laughs> the- but
0: Mara didn't seem to notice that he stopped gathering the fire. She didn't seem to comment on that. Like, no, you can't just hire slaves to do the work either. (laughs) Right. No, because slaves. Who cares?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: What the hell? Jaina hates on her mom Mm -hmm. for not training properly as a Jedi. And the very wizened 21-year-old Danny Kui teaches her everything she needs to know about open-mindedness. And Jaina has grown. (laughs) Uh, Because what? 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 What, what does she do in this book? She, she rolls the port three times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does she actually do? She flies. She she flies. She flies and shoots. She doesn't have any emotions, really. She doesn't have any internal conflict or struggle. She doesn't have any problems with lighting up slaves in her X-Wing from the sky. She she she's disappointed that her mom's not a Jedi though. hmm And in the end, we all butcher Reptite slaves in sixty five thousand BC. Triggered <laughs> <Crona>. <laughs> oh Anakin shows us how much force he can channel right on Dantooine when he's saving the natives that he's recently hired mm-hmm. hired white guy hired. He does save them. <laughs> he, uh, he saves them by drawing in more of the force than he thinks anyone ever has. And more than he ever has for sure. He's incredibly deep. Well, of potential in the force. Yeah. Which maybe is a reflection of why he's just using it casually all the time. Like his grandfather floating a pear over, cutting it for his girlfriend. It's just so easy because I'm so full of it. <laughs> uh, yeah. The force, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, so then in the end, Anakin and Jason, not she's not to be found, Anakin and Jason have a conversation about what they experienced, what they think, and how they think it's changed them. They talk about, I didn't, re- uh, I didn't really love butchering, slaughtering slaves, but we had to. Made me feel kind of bad, though. And then Anakin's like, yeah, but we're a hero. Killing all those innocent people saved innocent people. So we're heroes. And Jason's like, yeah, but why don't I feel like a hero then? I feel like they
1: killed more than they saved.
0: I feel like that, too, based on the fact that they were able to escape now with way less supplies because a lot of them died. Yes. So how many did you save more than zero, which would have been the outcome if the Ral roost hadn't shown up and they hadn't been killing slaves to buy all the time. Right. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's, that's where the teenagers end up. Yeah. Jason starts off. I don't know if I want to be a Jedi. Oh, I'm having a force vision. I'm going to save these slaves. Oh, I'm going to kill all these slaves actually and feel bad about it. <laughs> Anakin goes, I want to be a hero. I'm a hero. I'm a hero. You're a hero. Yeah. That's, you know, if I could summarize these, these Mm -hmm. journeys in a few uh, words in a single sentence, and then Jaina just goes, stick sticks. Yeah. Loving it. (laughs) (laughs) Having a great time. Not introspective or reflective on anything at all. That ending though, that was pretty messed up. Mm -hmm. And it's, Sounds like it's going to stick with the kids.
1: I hope it does. I hope they realize that, or come to realize eventually, that they have to do, here's a line and that we shouldn't cross. Hopefully they don't just keep pushing the line.
0: Spoiler alert. Listen to the other series that we've read. Yeah. Where the Jedi are constantly going, yeah, but what's good and what's bad? Which is, you know, you just have to kind of give up that conceit that that's going to be central to every Star Wars story is like the bad you're willing to do to to create more good while you overcome the greater bad.
1: Yeah. As long as we end up slightly on the side of good, then we're good people.
0: And that this ending conversation between these two kids kind of tells us the morality of this whole series, seemingly. You know, like this is the beginning of the series. It seems like the whole thing is going to be. We're all going to have to do really terrible things to beat this more terrible thing. Mm -hmm. And how many pieces are we going to be broken into by the end of it? It really does seem like. You know, not just the title of the second book being Onslaught, it really seems like we're about to be subjected to a lot of pain and suffering in the galaxy with our main characters, just in general, this horde of nameless, faceless slaves yep. come and just like iceberg wipe everything off the map.
1: And, and
0: it and it seems like uh our heroes are gonna do bad stuff to stop that from happening.
1: Yeah, and like how does this book in particular, because we've said it a time and again, they do bad things. Uh, how is it going yeah. to inform them and shape them moving on what oh, better i hope so
0: what was your favorite moment from the solo children
1: i liked anakin and jason in their conversation uh anakin is specifically saying yeah. you have to you you will find your own path so maybe one foot's over here and one foot's over here and yeah, eventually you'll find where you need to go
0: yeah him being like the guiding light for his big
1: brother like,
0: yeah don't worry man <laughs> you're, the one, li- you're the one you're the kind of person who needs to to try all the things at the buffet to figure out what you want.
1: Yeah, you'll figure it out.
0: He's like, I already know. Give it time. I was born with mashed potatoes in my blood. <laughs> I ain't worried about that. So I good. am mashed potatoes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you might need to go try some scallop stuff. Go get some French fries. You might want to <laughs> see what kind of potato you want to be. That's the best. Like one of the That's best. A pretty cool little because you can do a lot with potatoes. You sure can. But at the end of the day, it's a potato. Yeah. And aren't we all? <laughs> what, what about uh, what about a favorite moment for Jaina?
1: Um, I, I, Jaina being told, take Danny Kui with you. Maybe she'll learn something in the force, like giving her some responsibility as a 16-year-old.
0: Yeah, and then we didn't watch any of that happen. Exactly. <laughs> but
1: I like that she got that responsibility.
0: Right, and then Danny Kui at the end saves Jaina's mom. Yep. But now, had we seen Jaina teaching Danny to pull a pull a plug out of a computer with the force or something move a rock we're primed for that payoff yeah but we weren't nope i wonder i wonder how much of this book was like cut oh yeah you, you know like how much more is there that 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 they're like 300 pages maximum man that's it you know what i mean like yeah there's a lot there's a lot of stuff left to be desired in this book and i wonder if it's kind of on the cutting room floor
1: yeah, and because he's an X-Wing guy, he's like, well, I like all this stuff. Yeah,
0: and 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 to make this point, none of this is judgment on the author being good or bad. It's just this book. Yeah. Is this book fulfilling or not?
1: Depends on what you're into. It
0: depends on it depends on how many of these books you've read. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, is this your first one? It's probably amazing. There's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of cool stuff happening, and everybody is like a solid character the whole time. Nobody... Flakes or or breaks or or splits their decisions or personality. Everybody's kind of solid and centralized the whole time. Yeah, and who they are, which I guess is important for the second book of a series instead of a whole big night. My favorite moments are the kids, Anakin being an incredible, just vast ocean of the Force. Mm-hmm. He is able to hold so much of it. I just want to see what this kid is going to do with the Force. This kid who is so, so striving to be a hero. Yeah. All he wants to do is cool Jedi stuff, man. And so, like, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what he's going to do. Jason, my favorite moment. uh, He followed his vision. And it was wrong. Yeah. I think that's very important for him. Like Anakin said at the end, like you pointed out, he's going to have to test a bunch of different potatoes. Mm -hmm. So the first one he tried wasn't right. And I think that's important to keep trying other things and not just become uh, tunnel visioned. Yeah. Right? Oh, that that was bad. (laughs) Why was that bad? And then try other things maybe? I don't know. Jaina rolled the port. Mm -hmm. Sticks! She blew stuff up. Cool nickname for a dumb reason. (laughs) Yes. You have a stick in your cockpit and a lightsaber. All right, man (laughs) sticks. That's it for new Jedi order book two dark tide one onslaught by Michael A. Stackpole. That was the weirdest bunch of cadences in that sentence. That was incoherent. Yeah. (laughs) Inconsistent, but that's all for this book, man. We've wrapped it up. Final thoughts from me. Um, pretty weak. Yeah. Pretty weak on what I wanted overall. It was action focused and not character focused. I think the best my favorite stories, the best books are driven by understanding the characters and what they want. Yeah,
1: motivation is important.
0: What are the Yujan Vong doing? We don't know. We don't get inside any of their heads. Not on the ground, not in the ships. Okay, yeah, even peripherally, we don't see it. Nothing. We kind of don't do anything. We, we end the last book, right? The last book was crazy. We discover this the, this evil, these evil aliens. Uh, ice planet gets exploded by, by some magic ray shields and stuff. And then we all run away to go tell on the bad guys. Well, we just ended the book two in the same spot book one ended where we're running away to go tell on the bad guys. Yeah. Only this time we're even more overwhelmed. Like there's even bigger forces and like they have way bigger numbers now. Right. The John yeah. Vaughn. We've lost three times. Then the first time we ran away from to <laughs> Yeah. And we keep losing. We keep losing. We keep losing. We just kind of, I, what I really didn't like, I guess was the identical ending. Yeah. Flying back to Coruscant and saying, here's the problem. We just, we just did that. And okay, that's just me. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Overall the book was fun to read. There was a lot of really cool stuff that happened in it. Just not the amount of depth of exploring these things that I wanted. It's only book 2.
1: Yeah. And and there there's 17 more to go or 16? Yeah, cuz we've done two.
0: And like short stories?
1: Yeah, so it's a big overarching story, so if for one or two to to fall a little probably expected it's
0: it's 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 more excusable for our main characters to not really change and explore themselves but we need way more of what these bad guys are doing we need way more of what this extra dangerous threat what these villains are thinking in the last book we had two or three narrative perspective villains yeah nominore we were in his head Watching him do stuff. Yeoman Carr, we were in his head watching him do stuff. Prefect Degara, we were in his head watching him do stuff. We understood the what and why. And it wasn't just a nameless, faceless, horde invasion. Mm -hmm. It was calculated. It was sinister. It was way deeper than this. Which probably this this was just smashing two armies into each other. If they
1: would have been this smashing nameless book one. Yeah. And, and it's then more got of the that horrible of the second threat. One. Yeah, yeah. But
0: yeah. that's not what they were, man. They were cold calculating, conniving, yeah. other C word things. Not that one. <laughs> but like, seriously, that's what was lacking in this book. Depth of motivation, depth mm-hmm. of understanding. We ended up right back where we started. So where do we go next? Well, book three, mm-hmm. Dark Tide 2, Ruin. Released all the way back, Tim, just about five months after the first book. June 6th, the year 2000. Imagine that. The year 2000. That was a thing. This book came out six months after Y2K. I work with
1: people younger than this book.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> Let's look at the cover. Don't say that shit to me we've got, Oh, I wish I had looked up or could remember the name of these ships, but one of those old looking like an old droid controller ship, right? Yeah. Like from episode one, uh, the Phantom Menace, you got the big ball with the semi rings of Saturn around it. Yeah. It looks like a space station and it looks a lot like the capital ship on the previous cover. It's got red blooms all over it. Yeah. And we were like, what is that algae? Is that some sort of usual Vong thing? No, it's just an artistic representation of explosion. That's all that other thing ended up being. There was they didn't do anything incredibly cool. See that see that uh previous cover too? They didn't do there was they didn't do any cool living technology thing to any capital ship. Nope. So that's just fire. It's just there's fire on it, I think.
1: And just like the previous cover, X wings flying, flying away, running away, flying away, running away.
0: They got the same on the, or is it leaving triumphantly? Let's read the back. Okay. The alien use Vong have launched an attack on the worlds of the outer rim. They are merciless without regard for life. And they stand utterly outside the force. Their ever-changing tactics stump the new Republic military. Even the Jedi, once the greatest guard what <laughs> greatest guardians of peace in the galaxy, are rendered helpless by this impervious foe, and their solidarity has begun to unravel. While Luke struggles to keep the Jedi together, Knights, Jason Solo and Corin Horn set off on a reconnaissance mission to the planet Garki, an occupied world there at last they uncover a secret that might be used to undermine the enemy if only they can stay alive long enough to use it tim sounds exciting jason and corin horn team up mm-hmm. that's a strange that's a strange combination why why those two because they were so successful on their previous missions <laughs> <Or> maybe just <laughs> where they get... both got kidnapped and almost killed yeah,
1: maybe uh they have or people kidnapped? Similar uh similar views of the force that get corn away from Ganner, I don't know.
0: Strange. There's there's three people named on the back of the book. Mm-hmm. And Luke, it just says he's working on the Jedi. Why this this back cover? Super vague. Yes. As opposed to the one that we had before that broke the whole system and was a spoiler alert. Yeah, we actually didn't read the back of the books
1: for a while because of it.
0: A little bit. This one ain't telling us much. This is what you want out of the back of a book. The Jedi are falling apart already. Yeah. Guys, it's been two books of of a battle. Get it together. They were never really solid to begin with. No.
1: Granted, it's two books of failing.
0: They're falling apart already. We got Jason and Corin Horn teaming up. There's some sort of secret, ooh, a secret that's going to turn the tide of the war. Well, I'm in in. Oh, if you can see Tim's face right now. <laughs> Next week, we start New Jedi Order, Book Three, Dark Tide Two, Ruin. <laughs> There's too many numbers. Chapters one through four. I'm Justin. I'm Tim. <sighs> Root Ru- in. Get it? And uh, I'm in. Red algae. For any comments and questions, you can hit us up at Forever Podcast at gmail.com. Forever Cannon Podcast is a Jay Plazer production. Catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and YouTube at jplazer. Check us out.